Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Hi there. I am Adam Kiabas from from um, Ordu. This is in Turkey. I hope you are all doing well in this pandemic. And that all of you take take care of your Elves now it is summer and now everyone is flocking the streets now you you will have to be probably more more careful than before however uh, today in my episode I wanna talk about uh, the developments between uh, of baby boomers and then in partially compared them to the millennials, the millennials I want to talk about in the next episode, but I have uh, to, to some sort of conclude the, the backdrop uh, of how, how the, how thinking came about or what cultural implications and social conditions we need to consider to understand, to understand uh, the present social back drop as well and why millennials i mean this would be rather easier to just uh, point out the back drop of millennials this is true of course indeed but nevertheless many millennials had baby boomers as as parents and this is uh, uh, so the so they uh, uh, rose children in the in their world perspective and this is something we need to consider because your parents to, uh, partially help you to uh, or not uh, only partially but in the in the in your formative years as a child your parents the society uh, you grow up in is, is some sort of your your lens in to the world how you see and how uh, how how you see things uh, uh, to watch you uh, attribute wealth uh, value and so on and so forth so the millennial or the baby boomer era is something you could roughly start with the end of the of world war two and, and i will give a short and very brief summary of history uh, so that we are all at the same page i mean in Important of all is in uh, after World War Two, Europe was destroyed. I mean, Europe was the leading power up to that point. Europe dominated the world. European imperialism did uh, well, uh, stretched from uh, from the Americas to to uh, Asia, Africa, and and after the Second World War, Europe pretty much. Uh, destroys itself, America emerges as the sole superpower next to the Soviet Union, but the Soviet Union of course had a paid a high toll toll uh, during the World War and not, uh, not uh, as well as not only during the uh, those two world wars but as well as through the the, the communist revolution and whatsoever so everyone who who thinks that 
communism worked in Russia, of course, needs to take in, into consideration um, the conditions Russia were, went through, and one of uh, or a couple of these things are, for example, that even to this very day, Russia and back then the Soviet Union was a very vast country with a lot of resources. This is true to for Russia to this very day, and and despite the fact that it was such a vast country, it was somehow underpopulated. Russia today has only about 200 million inhabitants, and most of these inhabitants live at the at at the western side of the Ural uh, uh, mountain range. Uh, and only to comparison, I mean, uh, those who know a little bit of geography, uh, Germany has 80 million inhabitants, and uh, and it is uh, it is way smaller than Russia. So so Russia has uh, uh, at best um, about two and a half times of the in inhabitants of Germany, or and for uh, this 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 country is vastly underpopulated. This means there are a lot of resources which can be used uh, by uh, many few people. And and uh, in the Soviet Union, the population wa was even fewer despite because after the First World War, Russia lost a lot of casualties. Then in the Civil War, there were a lot of famine, there were a lot of destruction. And then with Stalinistic Stalinistic uh, terror, the, the the famous gulags, which pretty much destroyed every life, uh, or uh, a lot of families, as well as the prosecution of intellectual, and then the Second World War again. Russia paid the highest tolls within the Second World War. So, so, so to say it blatantly, the reason why why communism worked in, in Russia was actually because the country was vastly underpopulated, a lot of people died and there were plenty of resources and this is the reason why actually, and this is something one has to look into details, but this is the reason why the economic system in in Russia actually worked. This was. And this is the only reason, and uh, and um, this is the reason why in other parts of uh, of the world where the, this economic system was tried, it did not work because in order for communism to work, you have to 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 live in abundance of resources. However, but America somehow evolved as the dominating power in Europe. It had nothing of its glory, but the war. The war pretty much uh, it was somehow perceived that many that the civilized countries of the world that they destroy each other and 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 so it came to that. I mean, then of course this Paxa Americana began. This is uh, some sort of a peace American. The American dominance in the West. This lasted from. Uh, from uh, the end of the 
World War II, to um, 9/11, and later on uh, to to the invasion of of, of Iraq, uh, of Afghanistan and Iraq, and then this war on terror. One might say, can say that that this was pretty much the end of the American domination of the world, especially those that the, the Americans could not subjugate. Iraq could not bring peace about and that even to this very day the Middle East is is, is crumbling. It is a lot of in, infectious movements and, and thoughts derived from this area and they are pestering the world to this very day. But what was different, of course, this is something you have to f think about and ask about as well because before the Americans, the Brits ruled the world, the Paxa Brit Britannica. This lasted roughly the uh, century. It started after, uh, at the end of the Napoleonic Wars in 1815 and lasted to the eve of the First World War in uh, in, um, in the First World War. You could somehow say that say that uh, this uh, British world dominance started to crumble, the war took a high toll, I mean, they could maintain their colonies after the, after the First World War, but it was pretty much the, the end of, of, of British rule. But one thing, or, or, or one of the reasons why Americans were different of, of of course, what the Americans always some sort of flattered themselves to bring peace and freedom to the world. I mean, the Europeans f uh, did the same. I mean, when when America, for example, uh, uh, went into Vietnam, of course, they wanted to set publicly and and they as well as believed it that they wanna bring in peace, peace and uh, and democracy and and freedom. This is actually what the European powers said as well. For example, be, before Africa was invaded and colonialized by Europeans, the common notion was that 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 European powers would go into Africa, would make Africa a second Europe and some sort of make make up for slavery and and so on. But this was not the Case this was rather sweet words to 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 conceal the real intention and this was of course to exploit Africa. Africa was rich of resources. Africa in that part, especially northern Africa, was uh, in the hands of the Ottoman Empire. But then the Ottoman Empire crumbled. They lost power, and as Africa was somehow free for the grabbing. And this is how the European powers then went in, and this is again to bring about peace and liberty. I mean, of course, you see this politics with Theodore Roosevelt, and he somehow was the, uh, uh, you could say, before Theodore Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, some sort of a rather rather uh, uh, this approach to this on this world stage that every country should be able to rule itself I mean, if you to Roosevelt uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson 
excuse me, did not succeed. He wasn't re-elected and Theodore Roosevelt uh, shortly uh, in, in 1945 died. However, the Americans, you could say, they were somehow not as ruthless as the Europeans. I mean, uh, for European powers especially, this was true for the French as well as for 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 the Brits and the German. The mainly cause was or the mainly reason to to have to 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 interfere in the businesses of of other countries was the grab of land. Great Britain conquered conquered um, India. It was rather uh, from the uh, economical purpose nevertheless European colonialism was always built on conquest whereas Americans they rather wanted to create new markets and of course you, you have to be aware of one thing and this was that that the communist societies that they were not integrated into the world stage there was a thriving black market uh, one Famous example is in, in, in Eastern Germany, but nevertheless, those uh, communist countries were not integrated. This too, and uh, and Americans, as uh, of course, wanted to uh, create new markets, markets where they can sell their products. One of the reasons why the Marshall Plan was actually uh, taken into into action was actually that in America people feared. That when Europe is lost to 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 communism, then you have no one to buy your products. I mean, it was not the sole reason, <laughs> the, but one of the reasons was actually that you have a, a market to distribute your stuff. And American and and the leading role of American, despite the fact that America. Americans to this very day invest a lot of money in the military and so on, but it was rather about you could say cohesion, cohesion into into this capitalistic system. It was not like the European colonial powers who pretty much invaded every every country they could could invade and and somehow dictated their their terms on it. This was uh, a very good example. Is uh, uh, Great Britain in the Opium Wars. They pretty much invaded uh, or conquered parts of, parts of China for the sole reason because China wanted to ban the opium trade and, and uh, Great Britain would have lost out uh, a lot of in income because of that. So Americans the um, American, you could say the the role in the world stage was rather some sort of cohesion, but as well as a force. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the, the Vietnam War, as well as this uh, war in South Korea, this was a force uh, and with violence. But nevertheless, it was the the difference to the Europeans was of course that the main uh, uh, reason was that you that you uh, wanted to bring uh, these uh, 
these uh, countries to, together integrate them in, into your economic system. But of course, you have to be aware of one thing, and this is what I, what I talked about in the past, and this is that America, compared to Europe, had a had a way more uh, different had a, a civil society. I mean, the European powers when they invaded different countries around the world, they did not have to what what they didn't have to deal with a free. Our press, which would uh, immediately uh, chide them, also so, so European powers uh, somehow had free hand in the in the, in those conquests. Whereas in America, this is a lot of literature was is already uh, and was written about it had a very thriving civil society and America's involvement in the world was always never really wanted by the American population and then it was rather the destruction of Europe and of course economic interests because because one could really assume that the Soviets and the communist systems would ban American goods from the markets which they have despite the fact that there was a, a black market and the communist authorities knew about these black markets and they now some, somehow did not squelch it however how, however but the uh, but, but it was closed and of course you you have to be a one um, aware of, of of one thing that the american uh, role in the world stage was somehow ambiguous, um, 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 ambiguous in that sense that Americans wanted to make or wanted to be perceived as non-Europeans, as some sort of uh, people who are who who are indeed interested in in liberating people, but their action action were in in some instances violence but but violence which was not as ruthless at the, as european imperialism because they couldn't go so far and i'm talking about really atrocities when one only has to think and uh, and uh, remember what the british what the what the brits did in that in, in in India or the French in Indo China. I mean, this was um, brutal. This was brutal separation of, of, of any descent. The, the Americans, they were not willing to go that far. They couldn't go so far. So it was, in a way, all that this American role was, was always some sort of ambiguous, and they were perceived as. Um, um, because and in the end, this is what you saw then in the Vietnam War. The Americans they were not seen much different than the European imperialists who came and invaded this country and wanted to exploit uh, exploit its people. But this would go, of course, too far. What we wanna come back to Europe, and this is that Europe are after the. Second World War became some sort of a buffer zone between the Soviet East, uh, the Communist East, and the American West. Europe became some sort of a poly 
difficult days. They, in a way, secluded themselves in, entirely or partly from the world stage with Great Britain still playing a role in it. But, but uh, after all, Europe somehow surrendered their foreign policy to America. They, and this was kind of the cultural back backdrop of the baby boomers, so 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 that um, the understanding of the baby boomers or self understanding of the baby boomers was of course a bit different than the generations before them because the, before the those two world wars those generation this is this great generation how it is sometimes called they had a different self-understanding from the world they thought that Europe is the center of the world it's the center of culture and everything so that European the world uh, the sun rises in Europe and sets in Europe this was some sort of the perception uh, of the average European America back then was considered the, the backwaters pe people in Europe looked with disdain at America and America did not play uh, a crucial role in this world but this then changes changes of course but one thing we have to clear and this is the term baby boomer I mean like I said I am I am talking from an Austrian from Austro-German perspective and baby boomers is a very common term in the English uh, language but in German um, this generation is called 68er Bewegung 68 is 68 movement this has to do, do of, of course with those uh, five years between 1965 and 1970 where all this upheaval was which we will come to talk about in uh, shortly and uh, uh, and somehow this is this difference in Europe uh, and besides being Europe being a political of course Europe uh, after the Second World War tried to unify itself these are, these are the first steps of the European Union which later took shape and then with the fall with the fall of the of the Berlin Wall the European Union no matter whether people like it or not some sort of it has become a means for survival uh, I mean without the European Union Europe would probably not survive the, the the economic onslaught of China there is no way so the European Union has become some sort of a golden cage no one uh, everyone threatens to leave it but in the end you, we all stay in inside because we know that outside those ravenous beasts they would not hesitate uh, a moment to 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 uh, to uh, eat us however and of course the vietnam war and had the vietnam war had a huge impact on on the american psyche as well as uh, american development and this vietnam war does not play a crucial role in in europe this this anti-war movement there were of course indeed an anti-war movement in europe but this was in germany this was rather for german unification and so on but this was not that 
it would not go go so far in as in America where it where the Vietnam War you could say was the crucial crucial uh, incident in 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 the era or in the generation of baby boomers you could compare it to the millennials for the millennials the decisive uh, or significant incident was 9/11 so 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 and it became important and everything that came with 9/11 then uh, even to this very day is part of our thinking i mean the baby boomers they were it, they were indeed a very important generation i mean to think about the second wave of feminism and as as far as me concerned the second wave of feminism is still unmatched un unraveled reviled uh, given th that the third wave of feminism some sort of lost themselves in in a in a mystical uh, in the mystical mud mud of 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 cultural appropriation and 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 uh, and taking taking immediately offense however the the generation or, or especially in europe the baby boomer generation they were indeed uh, remarkable in some in some instances this was in philosophy think about french philosophy the french philosophy there were many many uh, uh, philosophical thought schools uh, who to this very day play a crucial role in the understanding of the world and how we interpret the world think of structuralism post-structuralism post many philosophers from this age are still one of those uh, philosophers uh, and thinkers who are cited the most think about Foucault, Bourdieu, uh, mostly French philosophers and of course one thing what is very important in in for baby boomers was actually this sexual sexual emancipation this was a crucial part of it this had to do i mean well, the the place where this all started was the university the university was in the some sort of a back then you have to be aware there was no internet no, no google whatsoever universities were some sort of the center of all information and this development started in the universities in the university because most of the baby boomers came from the middle classes classes and and back then the universities as were as the, this is partially partially true still today the universities somehow generate the, the leading elite in a country um, this has changed a little bit but this is true as well and 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 these were oh, who then had very influence had very influence and th this sexual emancipation actually started earlier it's it's at way earlier it already started with with the, with the working class but but like we talked previously about significant transformation it did not uh, reach or had no effect this sexual emancipation of the woman had no real effect before it was then taken over by baby 
diplomas in those universities and then from those universities was then uh, it, it, it spread into into the top loges of of the society and this is one part uh, of the significant transformation what we said is is important because uh, because change for your own means nothing if it can't uh, can't uh, change the society or contribute to change within the society and of course uh, very interesting is the difference today i mean back in the days when those baby boomers came they had to conquer these institutions the, the university as well uh, as well as then uh, the television and literature i mean if you uh, think about those free uh, those free places of power and you can say the these places are the control of human conscience these are television literature and the educational system everyone who controls these three aspects of a society controls what is being reported how it is being reported how are uh, what do children learn how what they are being taught taught about and how they are being brought up i mean these three branches in the institution i mean today of course with the internet this has changed but to this very day television or or enter or um, entertainment to say it more broadly as well as literature and the education system the, if those parts uh, is are being controlled you have a lot of influence especially in influence uh, on, on on molding the next generation and this is what uh, you could say the baby boomers parts are uh, piece by piece conquered and to this very day those television as literature as well as the educational systems they are still still uh, uh, being being taught or still under heavy influence of 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 these first generation or, or, or of baby boomers and and their worldview of course and uh, of of course uh, have a political uh, connotation as well i mean the physical the psychological uh, self understanding of baby boomers was of course they were deeply embedded in this cold war war philosophy or this cold war world view you have to be aware that there's some movies i don't know some i've seen the last movies was uh, from james dean uh, i i don't remember this name anyway but and and if you watch old movies from this area from this baby boomer area from this uh, cold war generation then you see they work with with psychological world of with philosophical world understandings what is communism what is capitalism and what is a decent man whatever i mean this sounds from our perspective um, a bit ridiculous that someone invests so much time in 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 wanting to to differentiate between between a communist 
between left and right. I mean, of course, to this very day, they play a, a crucial role, but they really uh, drove it to the extreme, you could say, to this, this is a millennial obsession is, of course, religion. After after 9-11, the interest of, of, of Islam grew, and now, more than ever, we are we invest a lot of time differentiating us from other religions and cultures and even there's some ridiculous and and, and rather uh, videos or movies emerge which are a skating indictment of 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 the stupidity or of the mental state of my generation as well so so this is not something new so the but, but is in a way interesting to find these things among millennials as well. But of course, one of the baby boomer psychology was of course the threat of a, a constant nuclear war. I mean, the, the world came close to destruction, this, 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 this thinking of the end of the world. So tomorrow, tomorrow you could be gone. And one, one thing that's somewhat interesting, though, and this is partially among leftist millennials, was uh, leftist baby boomers, and that they had some sort of a split personality. A split personality in that sense that they would object to, to oppression. I mean, there are, uh, like, I think, uh, like, um, I mean, this is always difficult to translate this in, in, in English, but some sort of a laissez-faire, laissez-faire education that this, uh, especially in, 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 in some leftist circles, this was proper, get it, some sort of a laissez-faire education so that you do not uh, enhance your children's development and so enable them to develop freely, some, some sort of a Waldorf school. But then uh, they would be against and despise any despotism, yes, but in in the other hand, they would be very protective of of the Soviet Union and and would somehow even revere their accomplishments despite the fact of Stalinistic terror and the Soviet Union was actually never and this is very important was actually never really probably. Tarian uh, uh, Empire or a dictatorship? No, it was a bureau. It was a uh, uh, dictatorship of of bureaucrats, like you could comparable to ancient China, where eunuchs somehow controlled the bureaucracy and and were corrupt and. Uh, took advantage of the system, uh, but this was indeed the case, so the, there was no proletarian dictatorship in the Soviet Union. Then the baby boomers in Europe, this was some sort of different to, 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 uh, to America, America, because it was different because of the Vietnam War and, to, and uh, in America as, as Americans know the Vietnam War was actually the reason why there was no such a social uh, social welfare as it is common today in Europe because the era uh, because the Vietnam War consumed a lot of 
money and resources Lyndon Johnson wanted to introduce a lot of uh, uh, legislations, a lot of uh, new developments. I mean, I mean, and he in the end did not succeed because of the war. The war, what uh, the Vietnam War, pretty much consumed it and in a way depleted all these resources. Whereas in Europe, in Europe there was uh, some sort of a, a non-politicized uh, welfare state. This was a, this is mostly called in Europe the post-Keynesian welfare state. This comes after John Maynard Keynes, who, uh, to speak, roughly speaking, advocated that an economic, uh, that, an, uh, that an government in economic crisis and downturn should create an artificial demand to to stimulate the economy and keep keep so so uh, the the economy afloat uh, so so it was so this was very uh, a very crucial part part of of, of this economic self standing of course i mean this is again what we said before that um why was communism uh, successful in 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 the Soviet Union and it as far as me concerned communism was only success in the Soviet Union it could only be successful there because of these resources and again this post Keynesian welfare state was possible in Western Europe because or one of the reasons was because the communist system uh, was not integrated in the world system most of the companies would produce in the West and uh, and would uh, sell their uh, sell and distribute their goods to their own people, so they they would not uh, what is very common for today produce abroad ab abroad uh, with cheap laborers and then uh, sell their products here uh, in the West, where uh, where of course they find buyers who pay in, pay in euro and dollars. Then another reason why this post-Keynesian welfare state worked was because uh, back then uh, uh, there, there was pretty much mass mass Im employment so and people would have a job so uh, you would have a very secure job. This would mean when you start in a company, in as an apprentice or whatever, you would most certainly retire in this company. You would not have to fear cheap laborers abroad, or or you don't have to fear that your company decides not to invest in the future of the company of your company anymore. Uh, rather take the money and the stock market and speculate there. Yeah, this is indeed a very big issue today. So how can you convince uh, convince uh, uh, business owners to really invest in new technologies and in the development in the development and research in in new technologies instead of parking their money in the stock market and watch them to grow. I mean, this has somehow became the easiest way of it. Uh, and, and and there are a lot of scandals, of course. 
and then uh, one thing was of course the wages the the wages of workers rose in proportion to to inflation and company profits this is when the workers union you could say somehow uh, the workers union found common ground with the business interest of course you would somehow say that uh, companies uh, or business uh, business and and uh, inter, inter, uh, business owners and entrepreneurs could not threaten the working class to move move abroad take their stuff and abroad abroad so so the the working union had more leverage over over comp, comp, companies and 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 business owners so it was easier to 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 come to a common ground then another reason why the post keynesian welfare state worked was of course that technological development was steadily gradually but if you compare it with today's smartphone age it was rather slow and it was predictable i mean today's smartphone age age this is rather ex accelerated i mean in my youth uh, the f fastest 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 personal computer was one which had 500 megahertz in in germany and now this means nothing so 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 a lot of changes happened and they happened very fast so the world of baby boomers was was it, it was rather predictable it uh, you could expect things in a, in a certain way so so uh, and you had some some sort of feel of security and what is of course important as well is the media in our for millennials the media is indeed very important or has become the important social media but you have to be aware that for baby boomers the, the consumption of news and the media was uh, a different one different in that sense that baby boomers they were rather passive consumers of of, of news of, of enter, entertainment as well as newspapers because because back then the news channel or newspaper whatsoever would 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 report news uh, or or give you the headlines and you would somehow absorb them passively but this is a whole lot different today with twitter facebook now millennials no matter whether whether it is fake news or 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 real news they can create their own own news uh, um, another example is uh, Back in the days, you had one photographer who would photograph scenes from war zones or whatsoever, or from protesters, and this would then uh, be aired in the headlines. Now, everyone with a, with a smartphone can make photos of protests of war zones whatsoever, and this is being immediately shared via internet. So, millennials, they are, compared to baby boomers, way more active in 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 producing news and they as well as play a crucial part in spreading news think about the share button on 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 on, 
on all those social media sites and of course you, you have to be aware of one thing the news media they back in the days for baby boomers were 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 somehow controlled in one central place it had one central location this was a the news channel this was the the newspaper this and and this made news somehow easier to control i mean uh, this uh, is one of the issues with today's Facebook, uh, what should be controlled and what not, and some things, of course, have have to be removed. But back then, for baby boomers, these there were no question like whether one could control a news media whatsoever, because there there were all, already um, through state intervention things were would be prevented and so on. I mean, today's millennial and today's millennial generation they have google and on a tip of their finger they can gather a lot of information informations uh, a lot of information in a short uh, amount of period of time whereas this was not it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.